Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast about upcycling. It's Reclaimed Audio with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 73 for March 29th, 2017. This week's top Patreon supporters, as always, Mr. Generous Luis... I'm, t- I'm doing that over again. That felt trite. I'm sorry. I'm going to do it again. Well, you're kind of a trite this week's, guy. Yeah. This week's top Patreon supporters are Luis Gonzalez, Make Build Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. <laughs> I like the elongated, you know, tail section. That, da, that was da, nice. da, da. I took a deeper breath. Yeah, yeah. no, that was... Powerful. Uh, <laughs> well, air's thinner way up there where you're at, right? Way up here on the, on the Connecticut shoreline? What? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that mean- six, six foot four area. Oh, up, no, not that tall, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. You it need a much, scramjet much up there. there. Yeah. It's so much thinner than the one inch taller than you that I am. <laughs> well, that's a new record for derailing the train. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Trustin Timber, Sean Petty, Scott Turner, Andrew Reed, Randall Denver, and Greg Mead. What are we um what are we working on this week? Mm, let's see here. Who am I gonna pick on now? Bill, what are you uh, working on this week? Well, I, I got a couple of reasons to, to say what I'm working on, and I also got a couple of things <laughs> to say. And one of them is um I'm not sure what trite means. Trite means like um It's like cow brains, right? That's tripe. No, that's cow stomach. <laughs> I know what tripe means. But I don't know what trite means. I mean, it's kind of uh, like being um, uptight, short. Um... No, it's like saying something that's like <laughs> not, you know, not nice. You know, it's kind of a little, a little bit rude and oh. short. Yeah. Well, it's like unimportant, too. Like rude, like short and unimportant. Yeah. Like trite. Cont- oh. Contrite. It's, it's, a little, is it a little rude. related to Contrary? It's the opposite of contrary. So anyways, Miriam and Webster, can we move on with the podcast? Well, Funkin' Wagnalls wants to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Roger and Thesaurus. All <laughs> right, so fine. Um, I'm working on a project in the garage, and it's made out of um, wood and um, stuff. No, I'm building another guitar. I mean, you, got, you know, I, I, I had the most amazing fail. With my last guitar, so I thought, "Hey, Bill, you should continue failing." So I'm working on my <laughs> next fail, um, which is this, and I'm showing you guys here. The folks at home can't see it, but it's amazing. Trust me, it's awesome. I that swear- is stunning, isn't it? That stunning, is stunning. That's great. I wow, mean, it's it's like, it's, there's like a there's like a halo around it. It's yeah. Well, it's it's weird because when I hold up something and my face is next to it, it's hard to even see what I'm holding up because the focus is always, you know, on my magnanimousness. But um, yeah, so I'm working on a cigar box guitar, and um, my magnanimosity. How are you shaping the neck? What what tools are you using to shape it? I already shaped it, um, and I used the bandsaw a la Jimmy style to do the rough right. out. Excellent. And like the then, pulling uh, towards you against the blade. Uh, yes. I mean, like dragging I, I, it against. Yeah, the blade. yeah. You, 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 I, I've been doing that yeah. for years and years and years. Yeah, but that's I got cool. I got the majority of it that way, and then just a hand mm-hmm. file, um, rasp. Do you have a sandpaper. Ra- yeah, I was gonna say, do you have a rasp? Yeah, because that's that's my favorite way is with the rasp. Spoke shave. I, uh, I've used the. the ra- you know what? I yeah, don't a have lot of guys it. do. I don't have a spoke shave, but what I do have that I use for one, and this is probably just because I'm, I don't know, me. Um, I have an uh. A planer blade from a ginormous planer. So this thing is about, I don't know, I guess this wide, just a single planer blade. Now it's rusty and old, but it still holds an edge. And I use that as a spoke shave, like a draw knife. Mm. To, uh, oh, it's like one of the wide ones? Yeah, but I'm going to take yeah. I think I'm going to actually make a draw knife or a spoke, uh, not a spoke shave, a draw knife. Uh, not no, a spoke just, shave. It's really just about putting handles on it and then like right. a. Like a, a chipper, basically. But I look like really a, super butch when I just hold that blade in my hands and use absolutely. that. Absolutely. So, and yeah, I captured yeah. some of that for you on video. For who, Phil? Uh, no, for most of you, actually. I, you, when no, I say you, you, it's inclusive. I'm an inclusive person. It's yous. It's yous, guys. Youths. 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 Not the youths. But youths. Youths. Yeah. 
Yudes's. My cousin Vinny? No? All right. Oh, I um, did see that one. He jumped up hey. here and hit a guy. Yes, you're right, when he collected the money. So, yeah, I'm working on a cigar box guitar. How about you, uh, Tim? Bill? I'm not uh, picking. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. You're just doing roll call. Tim, why don't you just uh, – I'll tell you. Go, why don't you go ahead there? Okay. I'm working on a, uh, a bass guitar um, among – that's kind of actually really what I've been working on uh, a little bit on the side while I was finishing up. I finally finished up that furniture build um, for th- this the customer that I have. And then he actually, or they, I should say, is actually ordering some more pieces that I'm going to make for their downstairs. How many pieces um, total have you built so far? It's like, what, five or six, right? Yeah. So, the well, I built them the desk that I made a video about. Yeah, and I remember that. They, they want to outfit their upstairs living room. And uh, with a coffee table, a bookshelf, a small bookshelf, and a um, uh, like a side table. So it's four now. Okay. And now they just we we're just finalizing for their downstairs. They have like a sort of a second living room like type area that's all, they also use as like an office, and they use it for some nice some. I, I guess her clients come in there sometimes, so they want it to look nice. And uh, so there's going to be a coffee table and an entertainment center down there to hold the TV. And then they also want to make just like a small like a little mirror cabinet for their their bathroom down there. Nice. Um, so I'm making might, those three pieces next. Might I uh, propose that you also offer them a chandelier? A chandelier? Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could, I could contemplatize that. I was trying to do like a loose thing. Oh, I can't dude, that was awesome. <laughs> but so, uh, but I'm not starting that. And then I, I made this. I'm gonna have a video about it pretty soon. I made this cool little. Uh, it's called the masala daba, and it's a spice box. I think we were talking about it a little bit. It's like a, a basically just a 12 inch square box. It's box joints, and it has um, wooden slats in it that divide it into two inch squares. The whole inside basically into two inch squares, but some of them are double. Whatever you'll see, and uh, there's a lid on it, and it's to hold like Indian cooking spices. And so um, it's I, it was so much fun to make because it was it, I made it all out of the uh, mission oak, or not mission oak, the uh, white oak from uh, from the Ernestina. Um, and uh, so the the customer loves it, and he's going to send some footage of it all filled up with all these like cool spices and stuff for the video. Um, it was really a lot of fun to make. I really enjoyed that one. And uh, and while I've been doing all that, I've been making a left-handed bass guitar. Ironically, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, pal. Um, yeah, it was for a customer. Someone actually ordered it, uh, and so that is, is is almost done, which has been exciting. Um, and I also wanted to mention. I have a, a couple things to mention real quick was that uh, just because we were talking about the Ernestina boat, my buddy Levi came by oh. and he's the guy that gave me all that Ernestina wood. I just saw him the other day. Hey, Levi. And um, I might, he might bring his son by later this week too at the shop because he's kind of bumming around this sort of part of the neck of the East Coast. Um, and so I got some more Ernestina wood the other day, which was uh, super exciting. And, and it, was, it was great hanging out with him and uh, – you know, swapping stories and some, you know, he gave me all that wood and I was like rooting through all my tools that he might be interested in that I don't need. And or I have doubles of and stuff like trying to unload some stuff on him too. And it was great. It's just, it is so much fun. Like I know Bill, you're going to Atlanta. Uh, I am going weekends. to Atlanta. And it's just so cool to like, to, to just hang out with like, like-minded people that a lot of us don't get the opportunity to do that too often. We, we got to do that all the three of us in Boston along with a bunch of other, like a couple hundred other people. And it's just always, it's always fun and, and, uh, and interesting. It, it will be, but I got I got to tell you, it's it's um, uh, uh, the anxiety is setting in, the nervousness. Here we go. I'm not kidding, I'm man. Shy. I can't violin. handle it. Oh my Let me God. give every stranger I meet a hug. You guys have no sympathy at all. What about a little None. sympathy? Sympathy for the devil. I love it. Which one for him? Who's the devil? I'm you're the, the devil. devil? <laughs> no, you're not. Hardly. You're like Hardly. a teddy bear. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I put out a video. Do you guys? I, yeah, I know you both watch it because you both commented. Yes, I, I put out. I put <laughs> I was out my waiting for the guilt trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was trying. I was thinking. Wait, no, you both actually watched my videos. Yeah, no, they so. did watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah no, I, I loved it because it was like I I like fail videos. Yeah, I, you know, I, and, I, I and enjoy I like, failing. It, it was. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that you showed that you know, and it's hardly even a fail video. It's like that's something you could repair if you wanted to. It just I, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't look I, right. Right. You know? I have decided would, um, you have to, you'd have to redesign or whatever. But you could totally redesign. It right I'm going to save the neck, and I'm going to use that in an actual instead of a solid body. I'm going to turn that into. Um, I'm building a cigar box now. I'm going to turn that neck into another cigar box guitar because I really like the way the laminate looks with the plywood and the oak. Um, that was cool. Yeah, yeah so I, I am gonna I am gonna upcycle my own upcycled 
creation. Re- I'm reclaiming awesome. my upcycledness. I'm upcycling my reclaimed. What am I doing? That's a thing, right? Because I've used new two by fours and then reclaimed them to turn them into something else. That's still reclaimed, right? Yes, oh, yeah. but I, none of the stuff I used was actually new. It was it was all scraps. Part of a yeah. You can uh, double, triple reclaim. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm actually all right. So I'm. It's up- like you don't have to take a stranger's stuff for it to be reclaimed. You could reclaim your own stuff that you bought new oh, absolutely. and turn it into something else. Uh, yeah, many times I've I've bought something new and then at some point in time wrecked it and turned it into something else. <laughs> okay, just check it. Just check yeah. it. It's kind of an open do? open area as far as, you yeah. know. It's yeah. a little gray. Yeah, it's a little, 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 little gray. So besides uh, tearing apart stuff that you've made, what are you yeah. doing, Phil? <laughs> I um, You know what takes longer to make than one whiskey box? Turns out six of them at the exact same time. So that's my guess would be it takes five times longer, not six, but uh, five. Let me check your math. Yeah, that's about so, right. I yeah. thought you were going to say what takes longer is trying to get to what you were actually making when Tim and I are just talking on and on and on. No, 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 no. I enjoy the banter. It's why you I know, do this. There was something else I was going to say was probably adding to your time is the fact that you're running your phone and having live conversations with like 20 or 30 people on the internet while all, doing all it. All the time, trying to get stuff done. No, you know, I did that two nights in a row during stuff where I knew like you know, like sanding and whatever. That doesn't really matter. Because it's so uh, fun to talk with people over sanders. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was I? Maybe I was hand sanding. I don't remember what I was doing. I, I, remember, it was seeing like it, I remember seeing a drill press action going on. I saw a drill press. Was I? Oh, I, I was drilling plugs. But um, yeah, it was fun. You know what? Last year I was doing the Periscope thing, and it's amazing to see that like these these platforms just come and go. Like Obviously, I'm not the be-all and end-all of Periscope, but like last no, year when I went... No, you ended it all. Yeah, uh, right? when you when you lost interest, they went out. That's all I'm saying. I, yeah. I ruined it. It was the end of it. No, but like last year, even nothing to do with woodworking. I would just like launch a video or whatever, and you right away you'd get at least five, six, seven people. They disappear, and then the real people who want to watch you show up. But it was just like nothing for like ten minutes, not one single person. And then I went, I did it on Facebook, like the live thing, and like you said, there were like thirty people in there, and it was it was cool. It was like back in the day when I was. When I was doing that Periscope stuff, and like Jason Knuckles used to show up, and like a whole bunch of guys, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. So I got to do that. Um, so your nostalgia for back way back in 2015. Last year, well, that's how fast <laughs> life is. Is that we're, there's this Dimitri Martin uh, comedy bit, and he goes, "Digital cameras are who who are for people who like to reminisce right away. Like you take a picture, click, and you're like, Aww. oh, look at us, we were so young." <laughs> It's so true. It's, it's a great bit. Um, but I find that's true all the time. Like, you take a picture, you look at it 10 minutes later, it's like, ah, oh, where does the time go? See, but, I, uh, I don't see that. Nine minutes but... of posting that on Instagram. <laughs> I know, exactly. Oh, my God. That one would have done Getting really the well. Getting perfect hashtag strand. You know? That's right. I'm still learning was... what the heck hashtags are. I'm still. They're, they're meta tag searchable words. So yeah, you're creating, I, I you're indexing that. your own stuff. Yeah, but okay, so let's say if I say hashtag Phil. Does nothing for you. Yeah. Uh, no one's going to search for that. You're putting in the words that you think people are going to search for to find your post. Like hashtag woodworking, hashtag cigar box. So it's, it's tagging. It's just a specific platform for it. Well, With Instagram the- or Twitter is the platform for it. All you're doing is adding search words to your post so that other people who are searching for that kind of thing will find them. So I can't it. Google a hashtag? Yeah, you can. You might, but only because Google indexes those platforms like Twitter and Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Google crawls through all of the internet and adds stuff to its index. It'll find those things because that it's in the business of doing that. But when you put a tag in Instagram or Twitter, you're doing it for those platforms. But so if not, I'm on Instagram and I want to look up woodworking. Hashtag. It's got to have the number, the little box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's just the format. But like if I'm looking the, up the woodworking pounds. stuff and you I want to see cool woodwork. <laughs> number symbol. Yeah, number no, symbol or pound, yeah. 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 It's like an asterisk. So, Phil, what have you been up to? <laughs> what are you making? <laughs> Whiskey boxes, step stools, and probably an ulcer in my stomach. <laughs> I got I to gotta say, man, honestly, um, the watching you on Instagram, seeing those whiskey boxes and all everything that you're doing, because you're building more than just a few whiskey boxes, right? I'm doing a bunch of stuff, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, watching you pet your bunny and stack those boxes has been amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I start, 
I start next week, well, actually, I'm going to have to start this week, on 22 display boxes or whatever, giveaway mm-hmm. boxes. So Free that's bunny. a good segue into, mm-hmm. which is good, is going to home 22 aluminum bunnies, is a good segue into this week's topic, which is, uh, what do we say it was called? Will work for tools. So basically, the concept that you price something out or that you work in exchange for the price of a tool you know, when you do a project, well, let's cr- credit where credits do. Don't, oh, don't you're, you're welcome, both of you job. guys. No, Bill, don't, don't you have me. the email in front Seriously. of you? No, it's not. No, it's, guys, I don't I, deserve this kind of credit. I just. Oh, God. You're right. You don't. Who is yeah. the person who does Oh, that? oh, that's right. Uh, Joe Pierce, um, <laughs> uh, a fan of the show. He sent us an email, and, and I believe, because I don't have it right in front of me, if one of you guys want to do that, but what's what's important is that Joe Pierce gave us this topic idea about, hey, I'm, I'm pricing out a job. Uh, I might just do it for the value of a specific tool. I need to do the job to gain that tool, and that led me to thinking, that's a, first of all, that's an, it's, an, it's a great topic, but it's all about bartering, about um, you know, do you not only add the price of a tool into a job bid, but do you take a job just for the ability to afford that tool? So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. All right. That was good. What you watching? No. <laughs> that was a pretty comprehensive episode. I really enjoyed yeah. the information we gave everyone there. Yeah. I feel like well, we dragged our feet I, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, I want to thank Joe Pierce, seriously, and check him out because he does have a YouTube channel uh, under his name. Um, Easy enough, J O E Pierce like pie with the earth on the end, and uh, Joe Pierce. That's that's. You didn't know I was a DJ back in the day, huh? No, I didn't. But no, no. seriously, Joe, it is a, it is an excellent topic. And we, when we saw that email, we were like, oh yeah, absolutely, this is a great topic because I've built half of my shop in this manner. I mean, maybe half is an exaggeration, but a lot of my key tools that I have, I actually got this way. And my first couple years of starting this business when I was basically just on Etsy and I was doing it part-time, I never turned a profit because every dollar I made was just going back into the shop. And I would totally like look for work. And I do this for two reasons. One is for the, the, the learning experience of like, oh, I don't know how to do that. This would be great to figure out how. And then the other is for the, the equipment. Um, the one we always talk about is my 36 cacti uh, video. Uh, you know, that comes up time and time again, because that was one of those examples of doing this large thing for all these learning experiences. But the other reason I took that job was because I got to buy me myself a nice plasma cutter. Um, and so I budgeted that plus the oversized compressor that I would need rather than my little pancake compressor into the job. I was like, okay, well, if I buy this, the compressor and the plasma cutter to run this, you know, to do all this and then figure all that out into the cost and it comes out to where I can still, you know, it still makes sense to do the job. And now I have a plasma cutter. It's a win-win, and uh, so that's just one example, you know. For well, my yeah, quarter. I mean, there are there are times when uh, uh, that you would actually do a job, just give them a price because you know that price that you're making this thing for will cover the cost of a tool for for like a, a larger priced item. I've I've done that before. It's like, hey, you know, I want to get uh, I need a welder, so I know I'm going to spend five or six hundred dollars on it. So yeah, I can make this table for you. It's going to be six hundred bucks, knowing that all of that profit, that money, whatever you want to call it, my time, energy, and effort is going just to procure that specific tool. Yeah, but now the next time you use that tool, pure profit. That's right, and that's what I'm all about. I'm gold. Yeah. It's also profit. building capability, right? So the reason yeah. we do that is so that we can sort of get to the next level of capability in our shops. Like uh, the first thing I did, and it, this is why I mentioned it earlier, the first thing I did when I sort of got confirmed that I was getting this this bunny box order thing was I ran out and I got a dado stack. So, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, so you're going so, gonna to do the, the box choice for it? Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> just going to do dados. I'm just going to do grooves, and yeah. uh, and I'll probably do, like, um, rabbited joints just for the, like, butt joints, you know, but just step. Rabbited, so that, yeah. Yeah, so it'll just, it'll fit nicely, uh, but it'll be glue and brads. Yeah. Ain't nobody got know, time for some nice joinery. Would you, that's, would you, that's even more than just, just looking nicer, too, is that there's actually more glue adhesion because you have the two sides. Yeah, yeah, and it'll hide, you know, some of the... Yeah, when you do that half-lap rabbit on the end, is that what you're mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah. Um, uh, our guest last week uh, is kind of a specialist in that, so I like to call that the Weta joint. Okay, I'm not sure you're allowed to do that. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah, it's a Mr. Thing. Mr. Rabbit might be upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. Rabbit. He's actually French. You yeah. know what's funny though? Monsieur. If you think about it, you're doing rabbit joints on a box that's going to hold a rabbit. Yeah, that's that awesome. You know what? That is so meta. No one's going to get that, but that's going to be the clever thing I put in there that I just stole from you. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm going to be like, guys. <laughs> I was going to do box artist? joints because it's yeah. a box, but... But I decided, ra- rabbits, rabbits. People Makes don't and realize... I'm going to give you a discount, so it'll be rebates <laughs> on, on the rabbits. rabbits. Yeah. People don't realize yeah. that I actually earn my slot on every week's every following week's show during the previous show that we're on. So technically it's, it's it is a week to week basis. That's correct. (laughs) That, that part is a hundred percent (laughs) true. Okay. So Phil, um, that's, is that your only example or just your latest example of the, of taking a job for the tool? Mm, Let me think. Well, I've never really done like sort of contract work where I'm building out like cabinets or anything like that. Really, my stuff has always been this Etsy thing, but I've definitely spun and reinvested Etsy money back into the shop, like table saw upgrade. Um, what else? Did, you know, we just bought the see. jointer. Well, I just I mean, bought the jointer. That's huge. Yeah. That's definitely going to help. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all these things to build out capability. And like when I first started, obviously, like I was nickel and diming my way into the ability in the first place. Like I was just listening to Dusty Life. Um, I think it was the most recent one, and they talked. There's like a three tool build thing, and they're like, "Well, what kind of stuff can you do with three tools?" And I was just thinking, "There's a ton you could do with three tools, but thank God I don't have to." Right. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that was I. I started my business with with three tools. Basically, it was a you know cordless drill, a skill saw, and a and uh, what else did I have? I don't even think I had three tools. Maybe a sander. A, you know, everyone yeah, goes with the three a palm tools. Palm sander. Yeah. yeah exactly. I got a sander. I got a palm sander right here, pal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's holding up his palm. Yeah. But you know, it's they, so I, they knew that. He didn't have to. Marry. I don't know about that. Well, you know, in, in Joe's email to us, what he says um, is as someone who's fairly new to woodworking, there are still a lot of tools I don't have. So if someone asks me if I can make something I don't have the equipment for, I will do it just to be able to get that tool. He'll price the job based on the price of the tool and material. So, of course, and I like this part. Of course, it doesn't always work out that way. I can't get a $2,000 saw stop out of a cutting board. So there is – got to be careful. I mean you don't want to no, invest – I hate to say that he's wrong, but he's wrong. All he has to do is charge $2,000 for a cutting board. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Simple oh, economics. And if everybody started charging $2,000 for a cutting board, maybe I could start making cutting boards for $1,000, which is what I feel you deserve to get paid. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If everybody started paying you $1,000 for cutting boards, I'd do them for 500 and quit my job. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And that's why cutting boards are down to like thirty bucks now. That's right. We just twelve ninety nine. We just explained trickle down economics. <laughs> you know what? I actually I was just thinking about this, and I'm glad you brought it up. Not trickle down. I'm not going to talk about rigonomics, no. but no, what no. I am talking about is I was just on Etsy yesterday, and every time um, somebody favorites one of my things, I click on the person to see what other things they've recently favorited, and you get to see like the last six things they favorited or whatever. And usually, when somebody favorites one of my step stools, they've also favorited a whole bunch of other people's step stools. And I look at it, and mine is, if not the most, is amongst the most expensive of them. Most of them are much cheaper, but look like they take a lot more work to do. Like they're mm-hmm. a lot more intricately painted, this, that, and the other. And I'm like. These people are really just buying the business and they're doing busy work because there's no way they're making money off of this. Like, I don't think, and not to toot my own horn, but I don't think anybody's making these any faster than I'm making them. I build one in like 40 minutes and I paint it in another hour and then it's done. But that's assuming that these people that are selling these that look more elaborate are doing things the way you are doing it or it is only one person doing it. I mean, can you glean that information off of Etsy? Do you know if it's actually a small shop where they can crank them out fast enough or to make a, a small profit? factory? Small factory. I can't discern if it's a factory or not, but they generally look like other people like me, and maybe it's a two or three man shop. But either way, the painting alone would take longer. Like you're talking about, like vines and like very intricate painting. Like somebody's spending Stencils. hours doing it. Yeah, maybe. E- either way. You know, even they're doing more intricate stuff, it's going to take the same amount of time. My point is, is like, it's a race to the bottom at this point. People think that they need to price down their product to sell it. And I think that's a killer. Don't do that. 
I mean, we could we could go that direction, and I would love to have that conversation. But I want to kind of spin it back to the topic about the tools. One, Find him <laughs> to, to be <laughs> Phil. <laughs> but uh, one one of the ways that I found, like you know, th- there are things that I can make now. Like I always joke about the cutting boards, like you know, oh, you got to you know. But um, I have some tools in my shop now because of. Joe's method, you know, and, and my method of accumulating tools. I have tools now in my shop that mean I can make things faster than I could three years ago, and I can make them better than I could three years ago, and so I can sell them for less than I could three years ago. There's certainly, there's a point where it's like, now this person, you know, you're, you're comparing the step stool, there might be some key ingredient in their in their shop or maybe it's even like the way they get the materials like they're because they're such a large shop that's a big thing too it's like it's 50 bucks for a sheet of the cheap plywood you know what i mean it's like you know and then you're using half of it and then there's these pieces you can't use for anything the way you have to cut it and and all that stuff that gets expensive you know um but they if they're buying it by the stack and they're getting them for 30 dollars each you know there's like all these like variables that we don't so that's You're why definitely I say, right about the scaling and the you know the economics of of, uh, of scale, but in well, this case, I, I really think people are like <clears throat> not making much money off of these things, and they're doing them in volume. They might be they might be watching Jeopardy and painting these vines and enjoy that. It's like a thing, like a like a hobby. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, you're you're both right. I see Phil's point, and he's saying it's a race to the bottom where it can be competitive oh, yeah, in a snarky way. Yeah. And you're, what you're saying is the manufacturing process. Either people are not really doing it for the money. Or they're just able to afford to make money off of selling them cheaper. I don't know. I don't think any of that matters because if I want a step stool, I'm buying a Pinsky. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. In fact, I think – does Casey still want one? I totally spaced on that. Uh, she's mentioned it more than a few times, yeah. She reaches oh, up man. to get me uh, some cereal and she's like, damn that. Damn that, Phil. Where's my step stool? <laughs> that sounds like something she would say. That's like, she does. She's when you said that, I was like, Casey – yeah, sounded just like Captain it. Crunch. Hey, didn't somebody yeah. say we should do a Pinsky minute of you doing impressions on the show? Where did I see um, that? That was that I... was you, I think, that said that. No, I would um, never want that. that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm definitely I not doing a full minute. Okay, let's see. Do you want to do a new one this week? Mm, okay, I don't think I've done this one on the show yet. This is uh, this is Kermit the Frog. Sean Connery. Okay. No, I've done that <laughs> once or twice. No, I could. I'll do. Uh, I'll do Kermit the Frog this time. Let me just. <clears throat> Hey ho, Kermit the Frog here on the Spot Reporter. Uh, oh, uh, hello, Miss Piggy. That's that that's the whole. Pretty thing. awesome. That was good, but I now closed my eyes and I felt like I was in oh, a, a uh, hello, room of frogs. <laughs> <laughs> and as Tim knows, it's not easy being green. Oh, no, that's true, man. That is yeah. true. So yeah. between your impressions of Kermit the Frog and the fact that Tim's logo is Big Bird, I'm feeling old right now. No, you're feeling like Oscar the Grouch, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Living in a garbage can. <laughs> that's right, not where I was right. going with that. <laughs> let me let me let me rein this back in. First of all, that's oh, a good thing because yeah. that's where we get our upcycling from. But let me rein yeah. this back in. Um <laughs> Working for tools, that's basically why I took on the job for Casey's salon. And it yeah, wasn't. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, so I, I mean, did this in the first place. I love tools. Well, it was. I, it is that I love I tools, like but gold. it's. It came down <laughs> I like to. tools. <laughs> you, can't, you can't always make money, and sometimes you want to help somebody out. And that's kind of what the salon was was like, I told the girls basically, look, you give me about a thousand bucks to go buy some tools, and I will build you a salon. And so I took the, the best way I could think of doing that was to, in the quickest amount or quickest amount of time possible, I, I could have scoured Craigslist for months, but I didn't have that time. But I, I said, Hey, I can go to Sears. I can buy some craftsman tools and I, I can get what I need to do everything I need for fairly cheap. And, but at the end of the day, I kept the tools. Well, that got me right back in the whole making world. And to where I'm here with you guys now. I mean, that literally was the spark that lit the fire to get things going again for me. So since then, I've upgraded and, and I've, I've done a few jobs for people. And usually that money turns even even just so you don't have to spend that money out of pocket. Uh, that money turned into buying better tools, bigger tools. You know, so now I don't mm. have as many craftsmen. I have had the time and the ability now to look on Craigslist and to wait for sales and returns and you know 
I don't know. I'm just saying it's, I, I love this topic because it is an amazing way for somebody starting out or getting back into it or whatever to not have to come up with a lot of money out of pocket in order to get, get your shop back in order or in order for the first time. Well, it's how you're building it out, right? I mean, it's how you're investing in your own capability. Every time I buy a tool, the only thing I say to my wife is, yeah, I need this. It's going to help me make the step stools and the boxes faster. That way I can make more of them. See, and every time I buy a tool, I just tell Casey, but my other knife is dull. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't get it. But, you know, one thing to be Instead careful of sharpening about, though, my knife, I buy a new one. He, he throws them away. And, uh, I don't throw them I away. Thinking, yeah. I have them all. I just buy new one because that justifies just my other them knife. them in the knife stack. Yeah. Here's where I keep the dull ones yeah. <laughs> and the sharp ones in my pocket. <laughs> but uh, to, kind of going back to, to Phil's race to the bottom, though, the, the one thing to be careful about is to not... Oh, that's a nice knife, actually. I, I like the color. It's I know. Green. I bought it because I bought this to go with my uh, Yoda, my car. What's, uh, what's the manufacturer? Actually, it looks like the one I'm carrying, but... This is it a... Uh, it's Randall's Adventure Training, but they call it a rat knife. It's made in Canada. You're welcome. You're Thank you. welcome for me thanking you. Wait. That's not the way it works. America. Yeah, America. that's how it works. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, that's these are they're Canadian. This is a this is a big knife. It's a nice, good, solid grip. And actually the money that I used to buy this came from another job that I took. And uh there we are. Fascinating. You know, I think this topic is really tailored to Bill more than Tim and I, and I will tell you why. <laughs> Tim, no, no, th- in all honesty, like whether I buy tools or not, I'm in this, let's say, side business. Like this is what I d- I'm doing day in, day out. I'm not taking jobs to buy tools. I'm doing this to make extra money. Mm. Tim is doing this for a living. Right. Bill, like you sort of have the flexibility where you're like, mm, I don't want to do that, so I'm not going to. Yeah. Right? But I so, want a bandsaw, you know. <laughs> yeah, then I'll yeah. take on a job and do it. So I really mm. think this is really more for sort of the hobbyist, weekend warrior, which I count myself among. However, I'm sort of stuck doing this. this loop. See, but well, I, there, there's I, also I, I one disagree. other thing I was going to say. There's another aspect, maybe in this specific way of taking a job in order to buy Just a tool. Yeah. But there's the barter system. Now, Tim, you've had work done on your truck in trade for furniture and things that you've built. Am I correct? Didn't I hear you say something like that? Uh, it does sound like something I would do. You said do that to Gwen I... in secret last night yeah. at the dinner table. It's yeah. weird that you know that. <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I got to change out that microphone, too. It's getting scratchy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Tim, can you, can you just adjust that lamp a little bit yeah. for me? Just turn it to the left. <laughs> Who said that? No, but the barter system is a way to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like um, I I mean, I I have done stuff like that in the past. I love the barter system, you know, in a lot of ways because you know I'm a hippie, but and a libertarian. But yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, that too, really. But um, does that mean the, you're lippy? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that means I'm a hybridarian. I don't know, but must have the horn, please. Lippy. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. We have a sound for that now. <laughs> what the heck were we talking about? Um, bartering. Some t- bartering. bartering yes, and I disagreeing have- with Bill. Yes. Oh, okay. I have I have bartered in the past. Um, I am a fan of that. If you can come to an amicable agreement, because you have, uh, you know, there there are times where. People don't understand the amount of time that it takes to make a dining table or something, you know, um, and the and the value of that. So you have to you have to set the ground rules for the value of what you're bartering. Like yeah, but value can can mean different things. It's not always time, and I think you're saying that out of a perspective oh no, absolutely because you're doing this for yeah. a living. Whereas as Phil was saying with me, it's like you know what I'll spend three weeks making a bunny box because I've got mm-hmm. the time to do that. You know, ten fifteen minutes every day after work. Uh, in order to trade for somebody coming in to program my computer or something that I know nothing about, so right, it it value you know, it might if value it takes is, me ten right, yeah, if it takes me ten hours, it takes him a hundred hours, you know. Then it's like for that person t- thinking about their hundred hours, it's like well, I'd rather use that guy's ten and and vice versa, um, you know. So that that's one of the ways that I've accumulated some tools. In that way, uh, like, you know, I, I talk about, like, some of these bigger tools I have in my shop, my, my drill press and stuff that my, I got with this trailer and stuff. And, you know, part of that, I, I always leave this part out of the story because it's it's sort of 
non-consequential as far as that deal goes, but I had to make him a birdhouse. Like, so, the, like, you know. How I'm only could finding you this leave out that? now? How did you leave this out? <laughs> what? Come on. I, well, but the way I looked at it was that was my, my buddy. He's my neighbor. He's my buddy. So I made him a birdhouse. And so then there was, like, that whole other thing. And he's like, oh, hey. I tell you, you know, this changes everything. Like, I don't uh, even know you anymore. You know what? If you saw this birdhouse, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, I mean, it was just a bunch of. It, is it a big birdhouse? No, it's it's not it. Horn, please. <laughs> I gotta keep this in close. You gotta keep this bad boy warmed up. <laughs> now, keep it next to me now. I like, but, I like how this just turned into a morning show. Uh, yeah, that's totally. We're gonna have like a PJ Bunny and the Bird. <laughs> Does that mean we well, have was, to do I, weather and traffic? Oh my God, both of you on the tens. <laughs> I'm trying to bring this back to to the race to the bottom that we were talking about in, with the tr- the tool trade too. Now, in this, you know, where I where you were saying about it really only applies to Bill. I disagree because I have built my business on that. Like I wanted to add metalworking to my business. I didn't have any metalworking tools, so I took jobs that required me to buy metalworking tools, and now I'm a metalworker. You know what I mean? Like that. It it totally does correlate. Did you get paid to in advance. Yeah, I would. Well, I usually do fifty percent down. Fifty so, percent completion. Maybe this is just semantics, but that's just investing in your business. Yeah, that's that's but that's we'll work for tools. That's what we're doing, right? I guess. Yeah, but, I, guess but again, I, see, it's, I guess I see it's, it differently. It's perspective. So. It's really just perspective. I mean, mm. we are all going to look at this differently because we're all in a different situation. You know, I don't well, yeah. make things for a living. Tim does. Phil, you do part time. I would assume not for a living, but I mean, you you count well, on that extra money, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, those, I mean, there's there's three different perspectives. So that, again, that diaper service is expensive. That's right. I will put in. I will bucks put in. <laughs> I will put in twenty hours worth of work on a table, gladly if you come over for twenty minutes and fix my computer. You see what I'm saying? Deal. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I know. Because to me, it's like I can't I can't put a price tag on fixing the computer because I have no skills there. So even though it it seems out of balance, perspectively for me, it's not. It's perfectly in balance. It's like, here's you know, something I, I can do. I am actually, right now, I can see it flashing on my, my thing. So I'm not looking at it because we're podcasting, but you I need do your see computer I fixed? coming in. <laughs> no, I, I was just actually with, uh, uh, I have a friend who's a lawyer, and I was just texting with him, messaging with him back and forth tonight because I'm considering turning myself into an LLC. Um, hmm. and, uh, and That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's reasons that we can get into later I'll tell you about. but um, well, There's only one, and it's in the name of that corporation type. What? Liability. It's limited well, yeah. liability. No, but there's That's a, the reason. Yeah, limited liability and as a corporation. But um but, but so uh there's a, this lawyer buddy of mine, he plays guitar and I fixed uh, his handle on his amplifier, this vintage amplifier or whatever that had a busted handle and, and so uh, you know, it's just like, you know, I did that, we hung out, whatever and now and so I'm just like, Oh, you know, maybe he can help me with this and so you know, it's like now I'm sure that you know I'm gonna end up char- you know he'll end up charging me to some extent. I'm sure it's gonna take him several hours and just filing fees or whatever. But it's gonna be way less than if I didn't know him and I didn't fix his guitar speaker. You know right, but I mean? to and him that value is there and it's worth giving you a better deal or whatever. Yeah, maybe because- it's two hours of his time for one hour of mine. In that case, it might right. work out that way. Who knows? You know, but uh, but that's but- the you know, and that's why I was saying it's just important to understand like to, for everyone to be comfortable with the deal before you shake hands. You know. Next thing, you know, it's like, yeah, I'll make you a table for what, you yeah. to do the, that computer work. And so then you're thinking that, like, you know, so he walks in and he hits control, alt, delete, and your computer's done. He's like, ha, 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 where's my 10-foot dining table? You got to be a little yeah. PO'd, you know. I think I yeah. think what we're trying to say is for somebody like you, you make a living doing this. It would not be worth your time and effort to put 80 hours into a project for a few hours of something. There's not many things out there that would that would balance that out for you. Right. I mean, you're not going to spend two weeks. Well, I do love what I do too, though. No, no, no. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, if some guy comes up to you and says, "Hey, I," but so do you. You can't take the time off of work to make it if you know and not go to your job. Like, you you got to be careful. It's perspective. Don't. uh, I I think what I'm trying to warn, like, so Joe Pierce is talking about. Hey, for him and his situation now, it's okay for him to like to do jobs just solely to get a tool because he wants a new tool. If you're dependent upon that work to pay a mortgage, then you got to, there's a and lot more. And all you're doing more... is getting tools. <laughs> right. I just don't want to get well, the message it. out there like, hey, it's okay. Quit yeah. your job. Start making things and just work for tools. Yeah. yeah definitely don't, don't do that. <laughs> right. Because then you can eat the delicious tools <laughs> and live in them. <laughs> you can live them. and eat And send your kids tools. to school in them. <laughs> Would that be a school tool? 
or a tool that's too cool Sam, for school. Sam, I think we're, we know where we're going with this. <laughs> you know, I was ready on that one. It might be easier to just uh, record that the one time, and I'll have it on a hot button, like they have. But on then that. we're going to be morning DJs, and that just won't be cool. We gotta, we gotta stay. Oh yeah, it's, we're it's, cool it's now. Be, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's, that's what the kids say. Think about this though. Think there's a barter system. I give you guys. I will trade you opportunities to use that trumpet noise in order to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, what are you getting I, out of this? Uh, <laughs> I paid twenty bucks no. for that trumpet at the flea market, so you know, I'm just a couple sure. more. I'm of those not sure and... it's worth my time and effort anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just a giver. I'm a giver. What can I say? You're welcome, both right. of you. Let's let's go around. I have an interesting one. Let's go around, and uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. What are tools that you would work for now? Like we all have pretty. I would say pretty complete shops. So I'd love to hear what's something that's a bigger priced item that you'd have to barter against work to get. Well, I'll mm. do it first. Me, easy for me is a CNC. Um, okay. I I am willing to, and I'm working on a deal still to get one that's going to cost me, you know, more than a couple bucks. Um, but if there was a way to, I I would spend a week building somebody a fence or a deck or a living room set. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. I mean, I that would be something I'd be willing to negotiate. But I also know, like Tim was saying, I also know the, the value of time and effort and what it would take me and how much of my extra time. So, yeah, that's something I'd be willing to do. But it would have to be with the understanding of, okay, you're saying this thing's worth, worth X amount of dollars. I know what my time is worth. So, it may, usually, I don't know. Wow. I, I would say the people that have the item that you want always feel they have the upper hand. Not in my case in the CNC. Um, um, Stuart, I love you, just so you know. Um, but I have had people that's, you know, hey, I'm looking for such and such. And, hey, I've got one of these. Can you rebuild my house? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I, not, not, not for that, that really cool uh, transistor radio. I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> It's got nine bands. <laughs> nine, Jerry. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I, I would say something I'd be willing to uh, barter for, but I, I don't have to because it is. Okay, so I'm going to take CNC off the table because that's to me that's a good chunk of my time to have to barter for it. It doesn't so, have to be barter. Uh, I'm just saying like take a job to get. Take a job to get. I don't know. That's a tough one. I can't think of it. It could be like... that you take a job for $1,275 to buy a $1,275 tool that you want, that well, you that's... need to complete that job. So that yeah. it doesn't have to be necessarily a straight out bar to like where the person is no, no, holding no, no. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You know? Right, right. Yeah. But I'm just trying to think of what, how much time and effort I would have to. I, I would rather. Materials. Yeah. Mm. I, I would say on a smaller ticket item is where I'd be willing to do something like that. Yeah. So, what's one like that? Uh, a tool that I would be willing to take a job for to pay for it specifically. Let's come back to you. Yeah, come back to me. <laughs> I got so uh, I many don't... tools. I mean, I kind of got everything I That's need. That's why I thought it was an interesting question because I'd love yeah. to hear that. I know mm. you're you got a full shop. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in the same boat. Like, uh, I'm at you know the point where I don't really need anything. There's definitely things I would like to have, like a jointer I've mentioned on the show. And uh, I wouldn't mind having a bigger welder. You know, I wouldn't mind having a TIG welder. Like there's all these things, but I can't imagine like a job coming up where I could, I could then be like, Oh, well I'll, I'll take this TIG welding job, buy a TIG welder and actually be competent enough to use this thing and complete the job and, and make it worth the money. These people pay. I mean, that's just not going to happen. There's that's a toughie. TIG welding the, is not easy. Right. Most of the tools I have are kind of like, like that's something that yeah, it has to be like, Oh, like, I already have a bigger table saw. I already have a bigger this. I already, you know, it's yeah. it's a little tough. I was just actually dealing with that um, uh, a little bit today with like a, a thing about where there might be some potential for tools and stuff, and it's just like, yeah. you know, I don't really need any, you know. So well, sometimes you don't have to take the job to price in the amount of a tool in that job. What if uh, customer X wants you to build them a living room set, and you know that there's a guy down the street that's selling a Harley, and you you're gonna make a living room set in order to go buy that Harley from somebody else. So it's well, there's also, there's also a guy about 240 miles down the road that wants the tuition for my daughter's college. (laughs) (laughs) Damn that Mr. UVM. (laughs) No, yeah, Champlain, but yeah, same time. Close enough. I know. Uh, I just, I was just up there this weekend too. We should have, we should have gotten together. Oh, hindsight. Oh, well, I forgot to call. No, Uh, I I couldn't though. I couldn't. What about you, Phil? You brought this up. 
Well, um, okay, so I've got three <laughs> actually. Santa Claus list. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know. I've got I've got three. Okay, and they're all super doable because they're not that big. Well, one of them's pretty big. The big one is I would love a laser engraver because that would definitely make my Etsy work way easier. Mm. Um, two, and it's not a big one, but I need like a badass drill press because mine's small and makes me feel not. Family friendly, family friendly. I said not super manly. And the third one is a track saw. Yeah. I'd love to get get a track Track saw. saw, Just for breaking out sheet. I I love track saws and I've used them a couple times, but man, that ain't much. See, that's something I would say no, I'm not. A two by four. That's all I need. Give me a two by four and I got my track saw right there. It's not, though. The track saw is so perfect and you can do the plunge cuts and like, you know, there's no racking. Who do you know is going to look at that, that, line uh, from the it's, two by four and, and compare it to use. that of a track saw no but at this point like i don't want to fiddle how yes, much production I could make my own. do you have that you have to have a track saw have you been watching my instagram <laughs> <laughs> i've got 22 bunny boxes i need a track saw that's right that's right but not that i'm going to make them out of sheet codes but if i were that would be the easiest way to like bring them down to manageable sizes and, like, you know, if you want to joint something that's 96 inches long, a track saw is a great way to do it. Yeah, it's also yeah. a great way to re-envision why you're taking on a job that has a 96-inch joint. I'll tell you. Okay, so... Dining I built tables, that, buddy. Dining yeah, tables. that's one. But Pinned I built that neck. miter station, and I'm building a fence for it, and it's got to be 96 inches long. And, obviously, it needs to have a good, clean reference surface, and... It's been sitting in my garage because I can't figure out how to do it, which is why I thought of the tracks on the first place. You know how to do it? I'll tell you right now how to do it really easy. You don't use wood for it. Use use No, get a piece of angle iron that's that long and then screw a bunch of pieces of wood to it. It is perfectly straight as long as your woods yeah, are the same thickness. That is good. But I bought like one of those Craig T-Track things because I was going to Oh, see, now it it's, now it's, now it's that, that. aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see what's going on. No, because I wanted a cool clamping system for it and like a cool stop system. You I have a, a, I have a thirty pound piece of steel. I just drop it on top of a four by four next to my my chop saw. That it's works. not for me. It's for like it's at work, so it's got to be like <laughs> it's got to be somebody who isn't that skilled to be able to operate nicely. It's that's skilled enough to pick up a thirty pound piece of steel and drop it ten inches from the blade. <laughs> yeah, not not many people have that kind of hands on experience. Uh, them, you know, yeah, the, the you know opposable thumbs. <laughs> No, Listen, I, uh, I still, I still. I don't want, want to comment, but uh, we have a temp agency that provides sometimes people that don't have opposable digits. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Nothing. All right. Carry on. Exactly. Is this a proper time to mention Jimmy's giant nut? What? I can't think of a time where it wouldn't be appropriate to say all of those words you just said. No, Jimmy Duresta has that huge, it's like a 30-pound no. nut that he uses for a weight. Like a nut-and-a-bolt oh, yeah. nut. Yeah, Matias oh, has yeah, those yeah. also. Yeah, that thing's yeah. cool, yeah. I think yeah, you get them have Fastenal. These... <laughs> you guys have those? No, no, no. We do have a, Fastenal. Okay, so they have those. You can get those big, giant nuts. I, if, You know what? This, I had no idea that I could easily get big nuts like that. Yeah. I think in your case, the only way to get them is to buy them. But uh, yeah. let's see here. I'm not arguing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've, I've oh. seen videos of your shop. It's clear you've got big, gigantic nuts. I, they're in the corner somewhere. Uh, this could be. I, I, you know, I, I just it's, the weather's nice, and I did some spring cleaning again. It's still I can't believe how fast everything gets. So you know, cramped. maybe ask Casey where they are. I think she might know. <laughs> well, if I tell you what, if I have big nuts, if ever I had them, she keeps them. She keeps them. Yes, Check the... her purse. Check her purse. Actually, I think I think there's a special jar in the top of her closet. I'm not allowed to go through. <laughs> okay, I guess that horse is nice and beaten. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. All right, okay. so let's 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 uh, add a little bit of reclaim to this. Um, if 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 you're going to barter for, take a job for, if you're going to do anything that we're going to use to try and help you get some tools, uh, don't forget one of the ways to do that is to look for used because you can instead of buying a four hundred dollar joiner, you can find one on Craigslist for a hundred and twenty or something, which allows you to take a smaller job to be able to have access to that, which will then allow you to build up your 
profits in order to buy better tools and always look for use. Tim, you're pointing your finger. Go. I, because you can also get reclaimed materials in that same way. A lot of times, like, oh, you know, nice. Mr. and Mrs. Smith have a barn that's fallen down. And you can go and say, hey, I can clean that barn up for you and, and take that wood away for you. And ex- that's you, excellent. You know, exchange. And so you can get free material that way. As well as I had, I just, a few videos back, a couple months back, I made this coffee table box with, like, these big box joints. I got, like, a whole truckload of wood that I've, uh, that I've been using and making stuff with. And in exchange, I... I didn't have to, but I wanted to. I made them that coffee table. So you can make stuff in exchange for the material. You give me 100 feet of wood, and I'll give you – I'll use 10 feet of it and make you this in return. Reclaim. Okay. Well, I don't I don't have any barns in my immediate area. Or but, igloos. Uh, or igloos. Yeah. Ice cubes. Or igloos. You can reclaim igloos. Yeah, the funny <laughs> thing about that is uh, once you reclaim them, they don't really last that long. But um, – <laughs> mine, Yeah, mine melted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim's uh, a little sloshed. Um, but uh, what I was going to say is <laughs> uh, pallets. I mean, oh, yes always. to tools on Craigslist. Tried and pallet. true. I've, I mean, mm. I've built I've built a nice little little side business on pallets, so that's definitely a good way to reclaim. Yeah, you can and- buy a brand new tool that gets shipped to you on a pallet and then reclaim the pallet. Now it's all even. <laughs> win, win, win. You're a welcome world. So yeah, I might have spent four grand on this table saw, but the pallet, I'm gonna make two bottle openers with it. (laughs) (laughs) That pallet, I bet I could have made like four hundred bucks from. (laughs) All right, I think we we. I think uh, yeah, I think I think we're on fumes here. Let's uh, let's see here. What are we watching? Who wants to go first? Um, Eeny, meeny, Tim. What are you watching? Uh, I, I wanted to mention uh, you. You pronounced it better than me. Uh, Jolien Blebels. Oh, that's an actual thing. <laughs> you, I thought you guys you, were just doing something from a movie or something. No, you Americans real... always butcher the French. Yeah. Let me see. Here. It's like your first language or something, right? It's it's my third actually. <laughs> Definitely not. That was not an eye roll moment. I didn't give you the eye roll. I gave you the, oh, hey, look at me. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, hey, look at me. Well, these are facts, Tim. Yeah. Uh, okay, so anyway. Uh, Julien Brebel. I said it right, yeah. Um, and uh, Wooden Creations is like kind of the name of the channel. But um, yeah, she's obviously, that's, that's French, right? Wooden uh, creations, of course. I'm not going to say obviously, but I believe she, she's. But she uh, she made a mini Cooper. She she has a couple cool videos, and she the re, her recent one is a, a a mini Cooper model, like a model car. It's you know a, probably about eight inches long or six inches long, and uh, and just the amount of detail. And she's using pretty minimal tools, uh, you know, bandsaw and, and sanders and files and stuff. And um, and it's just it's just beautiful. And I was I'm sure that like I had made one mini car once like i made a recreation of my truck and the way i approached it after watching this video i realized it's just completely wrong like the, the her approach to the way she she sectioned it out and put it together just made way more sense than mine did so i just watched it and really enjoyed it and i, I think other people might as well nice bill? no bill you go ahead well all right so i i'm i'm going to uh well first i want to say um, again, thanks to Joe Pierce for the topic. Um, I also need to thank the mysterious, the magical T because I got a surprise package, uh, at my side door, which actually is called my backyard fence. So UPS, when they drop something off, there's no actual side door to my house. They just open the back gate to the backyard and they set it back there. So I didn't know it was there, but I got a Festool toolbox in the mail. Thank you, T. I don't know what to say. Seriously, it's just wow. Just wow. Uh, the generosity of our world is inspiring. And it's people like him that, that make it uh, better every day. So thank you again. I now have something that says Festool on it. If you if you listen to last week's podcast, Phil Phil and I both knew that that was on its way. Yeah, and, <laughs> I'm, and I'm, I'm sure I'm you just, figured it out by I'm now. Just, well, I know now I know, but it, then it was a little hurtful. I'm just saying it was I a know, little was hurtful. Just, made it funny. Yeah, yeah that was on purpose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we 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 discussed it amongst ourselves prior to recording that we were gonna beat you up a little bit because we knew in a couple of days you would get it. So. All right. Well, so anyway, again, thank you, T. Um, uh, I want to say that Jesse, you weta. 
Wetta, Jesse Wetta, she just did another video and it was super cool. She did uh, uh, Kintsugi, which is a way of making an imperfection beautiful and artistic. So uh, check that out. You'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'd like to say hi to April Wilkerson, who's visiting Laura in Germany. And I think there's some kind of magical maker meetup thing going on in Germany. So congrats to them. But what am I watching, you say? Well, let me say what I'm watching. I'm watching uh, a channel is called uh, Live Free and DIY. And the reason that I'm watching this channel, <laughs> well, I'm I, the reason why I'm watching it more than I normally would be is because uh, we we talked about some one of us. I can't remember who it was, me, um, who said that a way to get some extra propane out of your bottle is cut open the bottle with the uh, an angle grinder. And uh, Mr. Lou Ayat did. He actually built a jig and he did this experiment. And I'm not going to say the ending. It's a surprise. You need to go check out Live Free and DIY, his channel on YouTube, and see how he cut open a propane bottle with a angle grinder and the results. And I, I think um, you might think it's predictable, but when it comes to stuff and me, it's never really predictable. Uh, so check it out. Check out Mr. Live Free DIY Lou Ayat. That's what I'm watching. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> um, I'm watching the Red Hat Woodworker, and this is. Um, I actually got to meet this gentleman when we were in Boston. His name is Seth, but this video has nothing to do with him. This video is his son Braden, who made um, like this centerpiece thing with some with three jars and a box for it, and uh, like a gorgeous little centerpiece thing. And I thought it was really really cool. And um, it was cool. And and I love this kid. Like he sort of like. Maybe I don't. Know, he looks like he may be seven or eight or nine years old. It's hard to tell because 16. he's so well spoken. Six, twenty-seven, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. But like my son is about to turn four, and this kid just like reminds me so much of my son. And I hope that my son is into making as much as uh, Braden is and as Vance is. Um. And and I would love to be able to spend that time in the shop with him doing something that that you know the both of us love. So this this one really like it hit me right in the in the feelings. You know so. And also, I think they both did a – the videography was great and, and the you know and the making was great. So I, I just really loved it. And there's like uh, – let's say it's double-digit subscribers. So I hope that our listenership can get on there and click and subscribe and, and boost that because I think a lot of people would really dig this video. Do it. Do it. Do it Do now. It. Do it. In fact, I think I'm going to change my name to Braden Vance Lutz so you guys will treat me better. Senior. You're grounded. <laughs> Back to your room. <laughs> Clean your room. You're not going anywhere so you finish that broccoli. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know, that's all you need. Little, don't make me steam it, though. That's all I ask. Don't steam my broccoli. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So, um, I guess I guess, I guess, guess with that, uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out MakerTechReviews.com, WilliamLutz.com. Thank you, Justin Sparks. TimSway.net. Thank you, Jason Payne. Uh, contact oh. us for... <laughs> Sorry. I really, really thought I was going to get through it that time. No, but go no. ahead. No. Uh, Jason Payne also is... The, is <laughs> I shouldn't be saying this. He's also responsible for uh, my my uh, my app, the, the Country Dice Song app. <laughs> I am so glad you said app just now. Yeah, and uh, which has apparently been like totally infested with like like ads now and stuff. It's like all these like people like jump into these apps or whatever. I don't even understand. But um, but so he created a special new <laughs> a special new uh uh genre for the because the, there's also metal and blues up there on that and that app for writing songs. And he created a new genre. So if you want to see a bunch of ads that we're not getting any money for and see the new genre he created, you can go check out the the Tim Sway uh, country songwriting app. on. It's only on the Google platform, Android. Continue. Yeah, I've only got <laughs> Apple products. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, <laughs> all kinds of feedback. We'd love to hear it. Either on Twitter, at Reclaimed Audio, or something a little bit more in-depth and private, Info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. Um, on iTunes, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps getting more earballs listening to our program. And uh, patreon.com slash reclaimedaudio, the absolute best way to help a brother out. 
That's all I'm saying. And uh, and I'll, I also want to mention that if you go to reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, the link that's uh, sort of tethered to the top, there's an Amazon link. And if you're going to shop for anything on Amazon, hit that link first, then go do your shopping. You don't pay anything more or less. It's the same amount, and we get a little bit, so that helps the show too. And, and uh, 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 thank you, everybody, recently for the onslaught of amazing iTunes reviews. Um, we love yeah, you all. Great. Yeah, great. They're really great. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Yeah, be Bye, good. everybody.